I like all of this as pre-roll. I think people would really... Nope, I don't think so. From Manchac, Texas, this is Mike, the Jail Dude Frizzell, and as promised, right there in the title, uh, this show has everything, including but not limited to one host near death, uh, another's obsession with pixels, and introducing a new female, Steve Kornacki, this week. Uh, We were going to have three lady hosts, uh, but the nice lady, Christy, wasn't feeling very well this morning, so we will just move up. To the Eastern Time Zone in the Gingerbread House Studios in Detroit, Michigan. It's RMVH, Meredith, Megadeth, Megadeth, Median, Meridian, Megalomart, <laughs> Grace, Van Hon, Vav, Harn, Ham. Are you ready to live up to your last name and go ham today, Meredith? I am going ham already. <laughs> right? I, I think I made Meredith mad just before we opened the mic, so that's always... Uh, that. that that's good, you know, poking the bear. Um, and from a few uh, heroic tollway miles north <laughs> of my menagerie in trendy Tony, South Austin, what would have been completing the Bermuda Triangle in which I was not going to dangle my missing toes, we wanted to bring you the most wonderful and most reliable person you could ever meet, mm. but Dave wasn't available, so <laughs> his wife... I was like, going to be very, like, patting myself on the back for that one. His wife, uh, Hillary uh, Livingston <laughs> oh, God. Butler, has reluctantly grabbed the mic. Good morning. Thanks for saving us, Hillary. No problem. No problem. You know, I'm sure Dave will he'll shoehorn his way into this show at some point. Y'all can see what a delight he is. Except whatever. He, whatever. He might be too good a person for this <laughs> no, show. No, he's he not. just be too good a person. I just married him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you made a good choice. Um, as usual, we will make some small talk. We'll make some medium talk and we'll answer our question of the week, uh, which is, um, refresh my memory. Y'all question of the week. Worst job. This week, this is, week is, is the worst job that you've ever had. Worst job you've ever had. So look forward to that. Um, I have a couple doozies. Uh, we have at least a couple of T she recommends and then we will keep the house and tell you how to get involved. So here we are. Um, the cheese challenge. Let's uh, let's get into that. People are passionate. They want more time is what I'm getting is is like Listen, it is an intense cheese challenge. I was like, yeah. "Oh, I was um well, forward promo. I was on my sick bed and I was like, "Well, I'm going to fill out the cheese challenge right now cuz I've got time." And I like it's a lot of questions about a lot of cheese and I have feelings about cheese, but it it took some thought, but please do it. I'm going to go back circle back because I really need to like delve in, but please do it. I know people have feelings uh you know, soft cheese, hard cheese, smelly cheese, what have you. Um I'll, my answers though were always like queso. 
<laughs> queso. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what? So <laughs> I filled it out this morning and I had a similar experience. I was like, oh, I guess I only like a few kind of cheeses, but I love cheese. <laughs> I know. Like, I just, mm-hmm. I had some very similar answers. Like the best melty cheese is mozzarella. The best soft cheese is also mozzarella. <laughs> the best fresh cheese is also mozzarella. Like, well, <laughs> oh, I, I need disagree, to come up with Meredith. something else. <laughs> I disagree. Well, we're already starting to have these um, Good. I don't know what category it belongs in because uh, I haven't filled out the, the survey yet. But I had an experience with cheese um, this week that uh, n- shouldn't have happened to anyone. Um, I I was running out of American cheese, and I like to have like a nice uh, slice of rubbery craft uh, American cheese, <laughs> like in the plastic slices. Day. That yeah. was my answer for cheese-ish cheese. Yeah, cheese. Okay, okay. Then I guess we're on the same page there. Okay. Um, yeah. And I'm wondering if you'll agree uh, with me about what happened. Here this week, um, we weren't going to be getting our HEB until like yesterday. So Cullen and Emily were going to Trader Joe's last weekend. So I put on the list um, American cheese. Give me some, you know, individually sliced uh, slices of, of American cheese. And I got it and I busted it open that night, got one out, you know, got all other my other like, you know, accoutrement, you know. Olives, pickles, you know, low fat, you know, because the cheese is is fat enough. So I'm all set to go. I unwrap that thing, and it's not it's it's too firm. <laughs> it's it's it it's like a it had almost no taste, almost none. Hmm. It was disgusting. And I've never tried their American cheese. Well, I'll mail you. I'll mail you this package of 23 uh individually wrapped slices because is it like too because trader joe's can be can kind of be a little frou-frou is it like too artisanal to be real american cheese it's uh, too much close to cheese when when i when i went back to the fridge when i went back to the kitchen first of all to fire 90 percent of that slice into the into the trash uh i checked the fridge and looked at the thing and the and the word organic Oh. Jumped out at me. Ooh. I don't want organic American cheese, guys. That's Why? that's that's. I mean, even if it is organic, don't tell me that, because I, I'm not here for I'm not here for organic. And I I realized that I'd made this mistake before. Like it was might have been even before I met Emily, and I was like in a Safeway, and I got the Lucerne brand or something, and and same thing. I was like, what the fuck is this? Get this out of my house. No one is eating American cheese to avoid certain pesticides. No. No. Or, yeah. <laughs> right? Oh, like, God. you don't need it to be organic. No. If you and can't... quick PSA, organic is bullshit. It's bullshit. And it just means different pesticides. Yep. It doesn't mean no pesticides. Yep. Yep. So it's just dumb all around. Yep. If, you, if you can't mimic the craft slices, get out of the game. I mean, yeah. get out. Because yeah. I've had two experiences, you know, Lucerne, that's a pretty good store brand. And, and Trader Joe's, that's a great quality reputation. And they were both disgusting. And it's probably me, because if you'd grown up eating Trader Joe's American cheese, I'm sure that, you know, a, a craft slice would disgust you. But they they have the market. They want it. Let them have it. Get the hell out, everyone yeah. else. So I'd never have to buy, accidentally buy anything else again. You know, I had a craving for um, for hot dogs 
a couple of like last week mm-hmm. and I've been I've been holding off and holding off and I was at Trader Joe's yesterday and I picked up a package of their like generic all beef hot dogs and they are so good. Ooh. I can't believe it. Like they're incredible. They're salty and um <laughs> they don't taste like plastic. Like they're super good. I just boiled one and I put mm-hmm. just mustard and dill relish on it and it was it was amazing i had it for dinner last night wow. <laughs> it was like the best dinner i've had in forever <laughs> hot dogs are really underrated we we sometimes go to town and, and make some real you know bacon wrapped and cream cheese mm-hmm. and all that stuff my mom told me when the kids were visiting one time she was like oh you know what i made them and my mom used to make this and i was like shit i should make that a hot dog just like a whatever hot dog no nothing special in a crescent roll and cheese oh, and the yeah. kids were like fuck yes this yes. is the best <laughs> so i think trader joe's does lowbrow good sometimes yeah. but yeah um let's let's all stay away from that american cheese that sounds disgusting <laughs> yeah they were aiming they were aiming a little high yeah um and it was gross yep <laughs> anyway y'all take the cheese challenge i think it should be fun i mm-hmm. i um the the candy challenge predated me i like have a vivid memory of listening to it and like yelling about it um so i'm excited to actually like be on a challenge get into it all right uh hillary we talked on tuesday night mm-hmm. we had our show jamboree <laughs> um which is a name that only i seem to hate <laughs> but we don't want to call it a meeting because everyone hates that yeah so we were talking on Tuesday night and you were barely talking. Well, what's um, funny is I was like, I can't talk that much. But then I like decided to talk a lot. Like, but I like- kind of did talk a normal <laughs> amount, <Yep. laughs> even though it probably killed you. <laughs> she even sang. Yep. Even in our jamborees, I find a way to, <laughs> to sing. A jamboree where, I mean, you were not in, you were not in uh, top form. No, no. Um, yeah. This whole week. Into today, which I'm, I'm like ninety percent better. I've been sick, so um, a couple weeks ago when we went to Boston, um, right before Rory got strep throat, and the only way I knew he had strep throat, he didn't have a fever or anything. He just like sounded like Kermit the Frog, and I'm like something is wrong. And he kept saying my mouth hurts, and mm-hmm. he's four, so he doesn't really understand. You know, he can't like geolocate and properly name things. And I said, where does it hurt? And he was, you know, pointed to like where his throat is. So um, we took him to the doctor, and sure enough, he had strep. The only thing about strep is, um, at least for kids, is that it, like they can get better pretty quickly. And at least I find that 95% of the time with kids, it's always a bullshit virus, and you just have to wait it out. But at least mm-hmm. with strep, it's bacterial, and you can get antibiotics and like nip it in the bud a little bit. And they can go back to school after 24 hours. Um, so that's great. But um, so he was on medicine for the 10 days. He was fine. And then all of a sudden he started talking like Kermit again, like, hey, gals, what's going on? And so <laughs> I I knew I was like, hey, we have to take him to the doctor. I know he has strep. So I took him back to the doctor. Sure enough, he had strep. We got him back on antibiotics. Ugh. And then there's a whole other story. He was on amoxicillin. He started to get a rash. So Clearly, he has a, we had to get him another medicine because he has a sensitivity or uh, allergy, allergic reaction to penicillin. La, la, la. He's fine. He's on whatever medicine. So we have the weekend. It was a great weekend last weekend. The weather was beautiful. You know, we took family pictures. We'll see how they turn out. I'm very nervous. But um, everything was great. Monday morning, um, I'm taking the kids to school, and I like 
Dave and I usually, you know, kiss goodbye. And I like went in for a kiss and he was like, no, my throat hurts. And I was like, whatever. Oh, God. <laughs> and I was like, uh. <laughs> and I said, it's probably just allergies or something. Like, it's fine. You know, we live in Austin. There's allergies. He said, no, you're probably right. But I'm going to work from home. He was going to work from home all week. So I leave, take the kids, go to work. Work's fine. About four o'clock that day, I'm like, God, my throat hurts. But it wasn't so bad. It was just like every time I swallowed, I was like, ow. Um, anyway, so I, I get home. And by the time I got home, about 30 minutes later, I just feel like utter shit. Now, this is a... Dave and I definitely conform to most like gender stereotypes as far as like the house, which is kind of annoying sometimes. Except that Dave is by far... Um, I hate that I'm going to admit this, but he is less of a baby than I am about getting sick. Now, this is where <laughs> I'm going to like pat myself on the back is because I don't get sick that often. So when I do get sick, I'm like full baby. Like I'm like, <laughs> it hurts so bad. I hate being sick. And I just like crawl. Dave has to take care of the kids. Even though he's sick, I am like the one that's suffering more, <laughs> which is <laughs> not true. But um, so I Monday, I just went and crawled into bed. You know, Dave put the kids down. I I woke up like so many times in the middle of the night. I could just, because I couldn't really swallow. Like it hurt so bad. It would wake me up every time I was like swallowing in my sleep. And it it was awful. And Dave felt terrible. We get the kids off to school. Oh, but then, okay, sorry. This is going way too long. But Tuesday we wake up because it was extremely cold for Austin. School was delayed for two hours. I don't know why. It was icy. I mean, kind of not. It was it was ice. It was all iced up out here. <laughs> well, we you're in the country. It. This is out here. It was like fine, whatever. I it's yeah. fine. I get it. They don't know how to deal with it, but it was still. It was just like the one day that I wanted my kids to be very far away from me. So <laughs> sure, sure, sure. sure <laughs> and sure, sure. they're like milling just around. Slide that. them down the street. Okay, get down on your bottom. We're just... <laughs> so we're milling around. I'm like just in my bed. Okay, they can finally go to school at nine. So. Dave drops them off. I make an appointment with the doctor. Dave goes to his doctor. Both of us, the doctors or the nurses, like, look in our mouths and, like, repel. They're like, because it's so just red and gross <sighs> in there. And, of course, mm. both of us have strep. So, you know, I, I will say after the first round of antibiotics, I felt a little bit better and, like, have continuously, like, gotten to feel better. Though I always think, oh, the next day I'm going to be better. And it's, like, been way slower than that because I guess I'm 41 and you just don't, like, wake up and feel better the next day. Um, but it, it totally has sucked. I mean, I just have been in bed. That's uh, It's sort of nice because I have an excuse to be extremely lazy and, like, not. I haven't worked out all week. I've been just kind of, like, ugh, just, just sleeping a lot. So that kind of feels good. But, man... It just it blows. And last night, you know, Friday, I'm like in my mind thinking, "Ooh, I want wine. And I had I like poured a little baby glass of wine and I took a sip and I was like, no, this is I can't. And I dumped it out, which has never happened. That never happens. Um, (laughs) You just like put a put a little coaster over it and put it in the fridge. And I'm like, I'm sure later, I'm sure later I'll be this red wine will taste delicious later. Uh, No, I did not. But I'm, I'm definitely feeling better now. And I'm going to, today I'm going to like, I don't know. I'm going to sanitize the house, change the sheets. I feel like I need like a fresh start because it's, we were, we're living in filth, but. How did Bridget dodge it? I have no idea. The doctor I went to, who was fine. I just went to like one of those. It wasn't like a 
Minute Clinic, but it was ARC, you know, those Austin, uh-huh. and whatever. He was fine. But he was like, make your daughter sleep in the garage. <laughs> I like, what? I mean, he was kidding, but he was just like, oh. keep her away. <laughs> right, 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 right. But, um, <laughs> but I don't know. I kept asking her, does your throat hurt? Are you okay? And she was like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, she seems okay. She always has had, knock on wood, sort of a hearty temperament as far as getting she got sick when she was little but she doesn't Mm -hmm. get sick as much anymore so hopefully she will withstand everything because it sucked strep throat sucks as an adult Mm -hmm. anyway i can't i can't recall if i've had it but uh i haven't been around little kids no they're much disgusting i'm like buddy you need to wash your hands every time i mean he knows it but then i'll see him like picking his nose or something or like biting on his nails i'm like stop it Stop it. He's like, why? Uh, anyway. Would I'm you would you l- call it uh, a rebuke of your son when uh, <laughs> when when he's picking his nose and you stop him? <laughs> yes. Well, uh, there's our transition. Hillary suffered a rebuke. I didn't know about this. I haven't been following the chats very closely this week. Well, okay. Is there something I've missed? This is my rebuke from last week. I'm sorry. We're moving quickly to something. Last night I was driving and I was thinking about the show and like what I wanted to talk about. And I haven't been on the past, you know, week. So, and I was thinking, because when I was listening last week, I just, guys, Nicolas Cage is not that bad. And I will tell (laughs) you why. (laughs) First of all, Face Off is a funny movie and you can't take it seriously. (laughs) It's not the worst movie that's ever been made. Secondly, (laughs) National Treasure is a fucking national treasure and you should watch it. It's great. It's he's in on the joke. It's funny. It should have been like uh, it should have been more. It should have been more than two um, movies because the second movie did suck. I will fully, fully admit it. But the third movie would have been great. I like have ideas for it. It would have been about the JFK assassination. Now, is he a great actor? No, I don't always think he's a great actor. I don't. But Valley Girl is great. Um, oh, yeah. And Moonstruck. Moonstruck is great. Peggy Sue got married. That's a really weird movie. Yeah. But um, he's uh, all right in that Christmas movie with Tia Leone. He too, is. And, that's, that's, and he's great in adaptation. He's really good in that. I actually. He's good in. What about Raising Arizona? Did great that? in that. Yeah. Yes. That was a Matchstick Man. I, Come on now. I think. But. But can we defend Con Air or yes. Ghost Rider? I'll well, I don't know Con about Ghost Rider, but Dave did say, he was like, Con Air is a great movie. <laughs> I enjoyed Con Air, but I didn't think he was good See, in this it. Is the, no, everybody was terrible in yeah, it. Yeah, that's the but, thing about him is I like, he is kind of so terrible that like he's great a little bit. I mean, I, I, I'm not going to defend him to my dying day, but I... I don't think Face Off is the worst movie ever made because it's <laughs> because it's fucking ridiculous and it's hilarious. Like it's an, in, to me, it is an entertaining movie. And if it's an entertaining movie, then it can't be the worst movie. Like there are movies that are so bad that they're just like, yeah. I mean, there's been a couple of movies that I I remember when Dave and I went to go see Oceans Twelve. I mean, I love Oceans Eleven. But I saw Oceans Twelve, and even with, with that, I was like. I want to. Wa- I think we just started talking during the movie. Nobody was in there. I think we just started talking because we were like, "This movie is terrible." Oh, uh, this is another forward promo. Revenge of the Sith was one of the first movies Dave and I saw together, and we were like, "This is the worst movie we've ever seen." Like, I don't even understand what's going on right now. Um, Do you know? I think the first movie I ever walked out of was Toys. Oh yeah, it's oh, such a weird yeah. movie. Wow, it's it, that is a really really weird movie, and they used to play the clips on. Uh, 
TBTL, the like duplication. Yes. Uh, yeah. No, that's a really weird movie. We could also honestly have a challenge of worse. <laughs> Worst movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you should be involved in that discussion. Yes. Like, I, it's definitely in your wheelhouse. Anyway, I adore I adore Christy and Anne, but I think that they are wrong. I think that there have been some Nicolas Cage classics. Now, the, his um, Leaving Las Vegas, that is, I don't like that movie. I don't think he won his uh, no. best actor. I don't really like that movie. You kind of just sort of want him to die. But, um <laughs> I think that he's given some good performances and Moonstruck is great adaptation. Like I said, all of these and national treasure is truly like one of my favorite movies. Now I don't think it's a good movie. It's not a good movie, but I really enjoy watching it. And if I had cable and it was on TNT, I would stop and watch it. (laughs) Fair enough. Yeah. I had a problem with leaving Las Vegas because it's, it's how like a lot of movies and TVs, depict alcoholism and 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 like drug addiction is like everyone's going 100 miles an hour all day and night on whatever they're they're on and it's like no no yep. you're, you're not in the liquor store just drinking you know a fifth and it just doesn't happen that way you buy a bottle you go home and you you get drunk or whatever <laughs> it's it's so stupid and then like i mean i i think i've talked about this before but in ballers the rock is supposed to be some you know he's a pill popper pain pills right yeah. well he he will like not take any pills for a month and then he'll open up a bottle on the show after he gets out of the pharmacy and like crunch down the whole thing <laughs> you know like that's not how it works that that's not how any of this works <laughs> he should know that so there should be a drug addiction person you know on that script going no nope. no you just died he just died <laughs> yeah Yep. Anyway, yeah, a challenge. We have a challenge now. I guess, okay. actually, yeah, guys, what is the worst movie? Like, the worst movie. I'm not saying, like, like Meredith, like you said, like, not like The Room the worst. Like, right. Because, mm-hmm. again, that's, like, entertainingly dumb. I what I what I would like is most disappointing movie. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. like mm. if you were a big Dune fan and that movie came out, and you're right. like, holy <laughs> shit, did they... What is going on? I think it was probably more disappointing for people who hadn't read the book or hadn't read the book in a long time. You know, yeah. it was like, uh, what? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> All right. Uh, anything in the mailbag this week? Yeah, we did get one from listener Tyler who says, hugging my phone, parentheses, excuse the scream, stream of consciousness. That Mary Holden phone call was so delightful. How great is she? I love the recent uptick and guests on TBTL. Bobby, I couldn't find her on Twitter. Help. LOL. Um, and I didn't know what was going on because I'm not listening to TBTL right now. But apparently this is somebody who also doesn't listen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but enjoys everything else around the show. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like I should probably go back and listen to this. Yeah. Um, Tyler also says, also, I love that the LRB gang is still providing its stands with content. I adore listening to you all so much. You're accomplishing your mission, curing this girl's loneliness. You are my friends that I've never met. I hope to meet some or all of you someday. I've never been to a meetup of any kind. It's difficult because I live in Kansas. Other thing, can we hear from P. Fletch soon? I feel like it's been a while. Yes. Shrug emoji. Definitely. Yeah, we got to get that going. Yeah. Um, other th- other thing, Hillary, you turned me into a complete hooligan. Yay! Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I love Lindsay and Bobby. Women do belong in balloons. I don't know what that means. 
Good night, Tyler from Lawrence, Kansas, and then Googling categories of cheeses. So Tyler's going to fill out our cheese survey. Yay, Tyler. Yay. Um, a quick explanation, though I will not do it justice, on um, on Who Weekly, which is the show that I, I did in their uh, tripod, which we need to do again. Um, um, they always have sign-offs. Like, I, it's like just little catchphrases that catch on on things that they talk about. And Bobby was talking... Bobby, one of the hosts, was talking about this movie called, I think it's called like the Aeronauts or something, um, about people that, the first people that go in balloons. I don't really even know what it's about, but it's like uh, the guy that was played, uh, whatever, Google it. But there's a part and it's like takes place in like old timey days. And there's a part where this woman goes, women don't belong in balloons. And Bobby thought it was really (laughs) funny. So now when people sign off, they say like women do belong in balloons. It's really stupid. Maybe as ballast. (laughs) Anyway, but yay, Tyler, it's so good. And um, yes, fill out the cheese categories, please. All right. Uh, Last week's question of the week, shattered childhood career (laughs) dreams. Well, um, I know you and I weren't on last week, Hillary. I'm very interested to hear what what you have to say. But I want to go first because you'll probably blow mine away. (laughs) Um. It's really sad. I really didn't have any childhood <laughs> dreams. <laughs> Seriously. Wah, wah. I, I mean, I was good at a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I was I was a nice kid and and I you know, but I never even gave it any thought as to what am I going to be or whatever. Even when I got to college, I didn't know what I wanted to major in or do. Didn't even give it much thought. And then, you know, my best friend at the time, you know, when I was a freshman, he was going to do broadcast journalism and I was like, all right, I'll, I'll do that. So <clears throat> I did that. He was really good at it, worked in it for many years. I was not and didn't. Um, but uh, no, I, I grew up dreaming of nothing and, and look what I've become <laughs> quite, quite the nothing. God, not true. You get what you dream, you know, what you reach for. Uh, you know what? Similarly, I was, like not I was like a little bit good at everything not like I was so good at everything but I wasn't exceptional in anything yeah um so there wasn't you know there wasn't anything that I was like this is what I want to do I mean with the exception of if surprisingly I wanted to be an actress (laughs) that's so weird could you imagine (laughs) um but I was not a good actress I was the president of the thespians club but I wasn't like good at acting I was okay more of an acting administrator (laughs) Um, the thing I remember my, my roommate in college said, I think you would be a good talk show host. And I kind of feel like that probably was my true calling, but that's Uh that's sort of hard to engineer. You're sort of doing it now. Yeah, exactly. Here I am. My childhood dreams come true. Um, (laughs) yeah, I don't, I, I I was just extremely outgoing, but I, yeah, with no real direction. So mm, here I am working in commercial real estate and hosting a, co-hosting a podcast. (laughs) <laughs> uh, actually you, you might be the only one that could could host alone <laughs> no, out of, the, out of all of us yeah I think, that you could oh my god it would At least still be, be listenable do it eric bogosian yeah. mm-hmm. like oh that would be scary though that's just <laughs> me with my thoughts hey, so good i would never want to do it <laughs> no. you you got your movies you get your movies down pat there oh man um, so were, were there any, uh, on the Facebook page 
worth noting here? Because I, I couldn't oh, gosh. find it. My favorite one is, um, I just put it in Slack, by the way. Um, Alicia writes, um, Olympic gymnast slash obstetrician. (laughs) (laughs) I did a project in third grade about overcoming the challenge of having a C-section scheduled the same day as an Olympic meet. Wow. Yeah. That is so specific. (laughs) I love it. I know. (laughs) Yeah. I, I don't know. Gymnastics coach and, and obstetrician seems awful close to to weird territory. That, that what Mi- Larry, what's that guy's State. Larry? Yeah, Larry yeah. Nasser. Uh, yeah. Larry, Larry Nasser. Yeah, yeah. No. Well, as a as a failed non doctor, I would recommend against doing a gymnast Olympic meet on the same day as a C section. <laughs> good, good recommendation. Good recommendation. Yeah. Um. Okay, question of the week for this week. What was your worst job? Who wants to lead off? I'll go first. Mine is short and not sweet. Um, There were about two weeks when I was maybe 22 or 23 where I worked at Mongolian Barbecue. And I had a lot of restaurant experience. I worked in the kitchen um, all through high school of a, of a small breakfast restaurant in Grand Rapids. And so I was like, oh, maybe I'll be a server. Like, maybe that'll be fun or lucrative or something and um I was there um they started me out uh prepping for some reason I don't know why but I almost immediately got food poisoning from prepping the fish and I was sick for like a week and they fired me oh (laughs) wow it was horrible I mean, it was confusing to begin with. I was never really trained, so I didn't really know what I was doing ever. Uh-huh. Like, they, you know how, like, the tables at a restaurant all have numbers? No one ever told me. There was no key. <laughs> there was no, like, right. indication of what table was which. So they like, take these people to 23, and I'm like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> gosh. Well, yeah. God. Yeah, it was terrible. That's awful. Uh, I think they did yeah. you a huge favor, Meredith, because if you continued doing food prep, who knows how many fingers you would have lost i know i know oh gosh well i did it at my first restaurant and i sliced i sliced uh-huh. several fingertips off on the um, meat slicer uh-huh. <laughs> i had to throw like all those you. tomatoes away oh, I don't oh like my that. gosh girl yeah i know when i saw mongolian barbecue i thought that you took one of those you know spots out front where you're like making the onion tower Gosh, fire and stuff like that and i, was I would like, have yeah, done I don't think way better varied. there no i would i think i would have enjoyed that oh really you think you could yeah. put on the show oh yeah because really... i used to work the grill all the time i know how to do that i just don't know how to deal oh. with people and tables and you know taking but orders at least one at least one one emergency room trip a night you're getting right. tremendous <laughs> tips but yes. every night ends up down at st david's like, oh yep. no one fewer finger to work All with. Right. Yep. Hillary? Um, okay, I'm going to try to make this quick because it's like a long-ish story. Um, so when I lived in Los Angeles, I uh, worked for Toomey, as we all know. Um, I hated working retail, and I was the manager, but I was like a terrible manager. The only good thing that came out of it was that I met my husband, which was great, but... Um, in like the winter of 2004, we're rounding, we're getting close to Christmas time. Well, my, one of my best friends was getting married. She married January 1st. She got married January 1st, and I was maid of honor. So it was like I was going to have to take the week off Christmas. Like that was just a non-negotiable. But I worked retail, which is not, you know, you really Christmas time is like 
not a time that you can take off. And even after Christmas, even though we like didn't really have sales, just even after Christmas, it just was busy around the mall because people are off work or school or whatever. But I was like, no, I have to take this week off. And my big boss was like, well, you can't take it off. And I was like, well, I need to take it off. So we're kind of at a standstill. So at this point, I've been working retail for gosh, like three years or something. And I'm thinking, I got to get out of this. I have to figure out a way to get out of this. Well, come like this guy who was kind of a weirdo, but this guy and a girl who's like close to my age come into the store in November sometime. And he's really hyper as some and like kind of eccentrically rich seeming like, I want this and this. And we just got a lot of customers like that. Um, but he was nice and sort of funny and we, our personalities like jive and I was like, Oh, he seems like a really cool guy. And the girl that was working with him, who was his assistant seemed really cool as well. And I'm, and he's like, I really like you. I'd love for you to come work with me. I'm a music producer. This is my, um, assistant Heather. She needs somebody to work with her. Like, I love it. And you know, as I previously said, I, you know, wanted to be an actress at some point. And I just like, I lived in Los Angeles and I wanted to be in the entertainment industry. So I was like, this is my big chance. I, I don't really care about music that much, but you know, maybe I can get my foot in the door and fun. Like I, this will be fun. This will be really cool. So I, you know, I meet up with him and he's, I come to his house, which is like, not that nice, but it's nice enough. And it's like in Beverly Hills. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you seem awesome. Why don't you, I'd love for you to work with me. Like this is a salary. And it was like a little bit more than I was making at the store, which I don't make shit at the store, but like it was a little bit more. So I thought, okay, well this is, this is cool. And I said, well, you know, my, my best friend's getting married, so I can't start until after the new year. And he was like, oh my God, no big deal. Come whenever you need to we're like psyched to have you. So I happily like gave my two weeks notice at to me. And I was like, peace out motherfuckers. I'm not working retail anymore. This is awesome. So like, you know, Christmas, the day before Christmas Eve was my last day. I flew to Dallas, was in the wedding, had a great time. I come back and I think I start like January 5th or something. I go. So he's like, come to my apartment, which is different than the house that he lived in. And I'm like, well, it's weird that he moved and it's weird that he lives in an apartment, but okay, whatever. Like, it's fine. Um, entertainment industry is crazy. So, you know, like what am I going to expect? So I go to his apartment, which by the way, was the apartment that Lauren from the Hills lived in. I was, I always <laughs> like, I knew it was near the Grove. I knew exactly where it was and it was like a nice enough apartment, but it's still, but anyway, it's an apartment. So I go, and he immediately was like, it was like he was on a Coke bender sort of. And he was telling me all about his, like, he, he's a white dude. And he's telling me all the rappers that he's going to sign, which I'm like, this seems kind of weird. His, he was like very into the mafia and told me about how his family was in the mafia and his production company was called like Capo Industries, which like, I didn't know what that meant, but I remember telling my dad and he was like, Ooh. um, <laughs> And then I cut salmon colored flags just popping <laughs> up all know. over the place. I know. But then I'm like, oh, but you know, I'm out of I'm out of retail. This is so exciting. <laughs> this is great. Um and he I remember like that first day. I'm like, can we talk about that my healthcare <laughs> my healthcare benefits? And he's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that later. Like, no big deal. And I'm like, what's my schedule about getting paid? And he's like, Oh, the end of the two weeks. End of two weeks. I'm like, okay. Then all of this stuff. I mean, there's so much like shit that's going on like he wants to order groceries but like he doesn't really have a good credit card because he doesn't want to go to the grocery I mean it, and it was before it was 2005 so it was before like 
you really could order and I'm sure he had like dial up or something. So it wasn't, it was just like hard. Anyway, then we just like went to go hang out at the Grove at the Starbucks at the farmer's market there. And it was just all weird. And I didn't, you know, I was so used to working like for a corporation, even though it was retail. And I was like, I don't understand what's happening here. Anyway, about a week and a half go by and I'm feeling like un easy like things are weird he has sort of a temper but then he's like kind of funny and nice I haven't gotten paid yet um and the second Thursday I was working there he was like you know what I want to go do today I want to go test drive Bentley's and I was like oh like that's kind of sounds kind of fun in LA-ish so we go to someplace in the valley and test drive Bentley's he's like I'm gonna take it for a day okay so he like takes this Bentley we're riding around in it and I don't know, somebody was tailing him somewhere and we were stopped in traffic and he stopped, got out of the car, parked the car, got out and spat on the guy behind our car. Like he just like spit on his car. And I was like, no, I can't. I'm done. I like, I can't do this. I'm done. So I like that. We got back and I was like, I have to go home. Like I don't feel very good. And I just never went back. So mm. for like, whatever I had like a little bit of money saved so I was like I'm just I can't do this like this is scary I never got paid there was yeah never, he was never gonna pay no he was anyway. never gonna pay me there was no talk no. of getting paid so anyway I left and I called Heather who was the other assistant who I actually genuinely like liked her I mean she's kind of a bitch but she was like seemed like a normal person and kind of like we would make eye contact like what the fuck is going on <laughs> um it, anyway so I stopped working and then eventually I started temping at CBRE. Uh, That's so many years ago and I'm still working there. Um, and, and ended up getting a job there and it like ended up being fine. But I like, I think I called, I had met his lawyer and I had his number or something and I was like, Hey, I want to get paid. I don't know why I was like, I want to get paid for those two weeks. Like I worked those two weeks and I want to get paid. And his lawyer was like, uh, he's in jail now and you're lucky you didn't get paid because he was stealing money from his mother's like social security to pay Heather and she has to pay it back. And I was oh, like, okay, bye. No. And I never, I like just, no, no, I didn't like, I would like sometimes keep track. I actually like talked to Heather. I found her and then it, like, she was like, oh yeah, like that was insane. I moved to Nashville. Like she's doing other things now, but it was just like a generally insane two weeks. Like it was like scary, but now it's like kind of funny to look back at it. But at the time I was like, what the fuck is happening? Anyway, I love Los Angeles, but that's why Los Angeles is bullshit because anybody can say they're a producer wow. and they don't have to like prove anything. Yeah, everyone's full of shit. Everybody's full, of shit. full of shit. Everybody's full of shit. Anyway, that was my that was my worst. Except job. my friend Dave. Huh? My friend Dave is not. Yeah. No, my Dave friend is not, Dave is not full of he shit. He is not full of shit, but everybody else is. All right. Um, question of the week: What was your worst job for me? I have two. Um, the first ended pretty quickly. I was about probably thirteen, and I didn't want a paper route because you had to get up really early. <laughs> yeah. For that. <laughs> Uh, well, there were actually two papers. One, the Seattle Post-Intelligencer, which came in the morning and you so you had to get up like four or five or whatever and deliver papers. I wasn't going to do that. And then in the afternoon, I could have delivered the Seattle Times after school, but then, you know, how am I going to play ball? So uh, I decided that I was going to work at uh, this blueberry farm. I think it was like school had just let out and I was like, okay, I'm going to make some money. And if you go down the hill from my house, like 
three or four blocks. You take a left at the Kmart, and then there's this cute little lake, and there's a blueberry farm down there. And and they were always looking for people to pick the blueberries. So I went down there, and they didn't seem too worried about you know any <laughs> it being legal or whatever for a thirteen year old to be working because they just <laughs> needed to get the blueberries picked. So they they pay you by the pound. So they give they gave me a bucket, and I I got out there probably eight thirty in the morning, and at about eleven thirty, uh, I. I I came and weighed my bucket and it looked, I think I had, uh, I think I picked enough blueberries to make like 95 cents <laughs> in, oh. in three hours. And plus I was full up with blueberries. Who's the character um, on Willy Wonka that turns <laughs> oh, blue? Oh, Violet Beauregard. Violet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Violet, I was, you're turning violet, Violet. I, I, I had turned violet because uh, half of them were going in the bucket and half of them <laughs> in my gullet. Uh and so I not only wasn't feeling well, but I was also doing a lot of math in my head and going, uh, well, I think I might be able to do something else besides this and make a little more money. Um, maybe even just panhandling at the Seven Eleven, I could I could do better than than this. Um, so that that was uh, that was my first job and one of my worst jobs. My second um, story is when I got to FCI Sheridan after I'd gone through county jail and been sentenced and, and got to got to prison, uh, they assign you to the kitchen. That's usually the first thing because it's the worst. You know, um, hours are bad, job's bad, pay's bad. Mm-hmm. And when the pay is bad in prison, you know, I'm talking like $5 a month, you know, that kind of thing. So I get assigned to the kitchen and pretty soon after um, – I mean, there was me and this this one other guy. We were the new guys in there, and there wasn't much for us to do. So we like got sugar packets and and put salt out on the table and like would play table football, you know, like mm-hmm. table foosball. So uh, I think they decided that I needed a a more responsibility there. So I got on what was called the seg crew, the seg cart crew, and and we were the ones who had to load up all the meals that would go down to the segregated housing unit. So gee, it was like probably a hundred, hundred fifty meals, maybe, um, something in that range. But the the reason it was such a terrible job, there were a couple reasons. Uh, one was the your sleep schedule because they would wake you up at three to go load breakfast because the breakfast had to be there at five forty five. You know, all all the trays had to be loaded and down at down at the down at the seg. Um. So they'd wake you up at three for that and about 545, you'd get back to your bunk and then they would wake you up at eight to go load the lunch. And then, so you'd get off at like 1045, 11, and then they'd come and get you at two to load the dinners. And I've never been so fucked up from sleep. I mean, it was awful. Yeah, It was, it was like just enough to get into some kind of a, Good sleep. I mean, just enough. And then like, hey, frizzle, you know, <laughs> oh, God. two, three, God. eight, four, eight, zero, eight, six. Get on the tears. Time to go to your work. Uh. Uh, so that was a bad one. And and the second reason it was really bad was because when you were on the seg crew and they, no one tells you this when when they assign you to the seg crew, because I think the guards try to pretend like it not it's not going to happen. But you get hit up a lot to try to get messages 
um, in and out of there. And, and then, which is one thing you can get in serious trouble for, but you also get hit up a lot to try to get merchandise, you know, um, Uh, legal and illegal stuff in there. And I, I think I worked that for like three or four months until I, until I found a way out, but, uh, brutal. I mean, I never had a worse, worse job than that. I've never been more of a zombie. I think it helped me because in my first three or four months at Sheridan, I was so exhausted that I couldn't get in any trouble. I, I was too tired to even mouth off to somebody and get my ass beat. I was always like, where's, where's my bunk? Ugh. Jobs suck. Yeah, yeah they do. <laughs> yeah. And now I handle damage claims. So um, <laughs> at least at least I have a better sleep schedule. Yeah. I still, I still deal with a, a lot of troubled people, but uh, I have a better sleep schedule. I know. You know, actually, right, let's get, wait, I was going to say, ahead. actually, still to this day, this is pathetic, but since I, like, worked retail for not even so long, like, for a fair amount of time, I still get excited that I get weekends off. I, like, it's like, that's what work does to you. You're like, ooh, a weekend. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, the restaurant did that to me, yeah. too, because I, w- I worked there all through high school, and so either every sing- seven days a week, I was either waking up super early for high school yep. or waking up super early to go to work and work at a breakfast restaurant, <laughs> so I was, had, to get, had to be there at seven as uh, a 16-year-old. You're just like, brutal. well, do I need to work? Yeah. Should I yeah. quit my job, or should I ju- drop out of school? Yes. Which one should I do uh, today? Brutal. Ugh. Yeah, I guess bo- both of my stories involved involved not wanting to get woken up. <laughs> yeah, it's brutal. I would like to have a Sunday and Monday off, though. That actually kind of sounds nice because you get a weekend, but then you get like a day where you can do normal people stuff without normal people like, you know, like going to the doctor. Yes. Well, I work from home now on Wednesdays and Fridays, and it's kind of like (laughs) it's kind of like that when I'm not super busy. I can like fuck off and go to the grocery store in the middle of the day. And it's amazing. No, that's the best Mm -hmm. time to go. That's why I love staying home with the kids, even though we had no money. I was like, this is the best. Like what in the middle of the day? Well, I feel like I'm like running around naked i'm like this is sort of feel like you're skipping school (laughs) a little bit is how it feels like to me like (laughs) i shouldn't be here right now well don't tell jeremy he's but he's been gone all week and i haven't done a lick of work (laughs) (laughs) good good for you screw that guy uh so medium talk the disney plus rollout Uh, my first this is how out of it i am the the first i heard of anything about the disney rollout was i was i have the rich eisen show on in the background while i'm working and he was making fun of the ESPN people yeah. who were having to synergize. Plug, yeah, yeah, we're having <laughs> to plug that, that bullshit on all their and trying to you know make it sound natural, work it into their NFL injury report. You know, <laughs> they're like, "Come on, guys!" Miles Garrett on, is guys. being indefinitely suspended, but uh, check out you know the Malorian you'll, or whatever. <laughs> you'll be in a better mood than this guy who tried to kill a quarterback with with his own helmet if you watch. You know, some of our lovely uh, princess content. <laughs> Lady and the Tramp. <laughs> <laughs> Who wouldn't be in a better mood? <laughs> it, that is hilarious, actually, that they're kind of forcing all of these guys. Like, Adam Schefter is like, this is literally going to change the world. It's like, it's not really going to change the world. Yeah. Uh, he can get three more phones going while his kids are glued in front <laughs> exactly. of the TV. Okay. It might change his world. I will say, so I like saw Disney the whatever the rollout I mean when they announced it 
don't know, six months ago or whenever it was. And I thought, another streaming service. Like, we have so many. We did cut cable, but we have so many. Like, we're not, we're not going to subscribe to this. This is ridiculous. And then I saw that... <laughs> The thing is, Disney owns fucking everything. Like, they own everything. Mm -hmm. They own Fox. They own, you know, all the Star Wars IP. They own, like, in owning Fox, they own, like, The Simpsons uh, is all streaming on there. So I was looking at all of this stuff. And, you know, they're amazing marketers. And so they're on their their Twitter feed. They were just, like, popping up with things that they were going to have on there. And it's, like, all the – so it's all the stuff my kids want. And then it's shit that I want, which is, like – Pollyanna or you know the original parent trap or all of the stuff that's been kept in the vault arbitrarily like lady and the original lady in the and tramp. don't they don't they have all of the Simpsons yes all they have all the Simpsons seasons yes so oh. they own like everything so at some point it was like fuck we gotta get this but it was funny because I was still kind of like oh maybe we will and it's not that expensive I mean it's like seven dollars a month but I don't know that cumulatively you're like I can't believe I'm spending this much money but um, I, on Monday or something, I said to Dave, should we, should we, um, should, should we subscribe? He was like, oh, I already have. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I guess we <laughs> made this decision already. But it was mm-hmm. a little carrot that we dangled in front of Rory. Cause this is like Rory's ultimate channel, all of star Wars and like all the star Wars, you know, Lego star Wars and all that bullshit. And then all of the Avengers stuff, um, it's just like it's totally in his wheelhouse. So all weekend, all week, we were like, if you're good this week, you can watch, you know, Disney Plus this weekend. And so last night we got home and I said, okay, you can watch Disney Plus. What do you want to watch? And like I previously said, one of the worst movies I've ever seen is Revenge of the Sith. That was the first thing that he picked. He was like, I like to watch <laughs> Revenge of the Sith, which is about like Senate battles and bullshit. But, um, yeah, it's super boring. It's so boring. But yeah, this I think Dave watched The Mandalorian, which, I, whatever, it's some, you know, Boba Fett. It sounds like a cross between a casino and an Italian car. <laughs> it's something about Boba Fett. Dave was like, I can't believe you don't know about this. And I'm like, I don't, this just doesn't, a lot of things cross my transom. Like, I have a, you know, I have a wide variety of interests, but like, Boba Fett, like, deep mythology does is not one of those. So I just, it was not in my... It was not in my wheelhouse, but this morning, um, right now, my parents have Bridget in San Antonio with my niece celebrating my niece's birthday. So uh, we just have one child this weekend, and we had told Rory, like, you need to sleep late. Mommy and Daddy are almost better, but we really need to sleep. And he at like 745, Dave and I woke up, and a child has not entered our room. And then wow. we realized he knows how to work the remote control. <laughs> he uh-huh. doesn't know how to read, but he knows how to, like recognize fonts and stuff left, so he left right right up oh, down he knows how to get all to all red of, button he, green button he recognizes like he doesn't read netflix or he doesn't read disney plus but he like recognizes that that's what that is and like star wars like he knows what the font looks like uh, you know he and he's seen it enough that he knows how to like hit on sure. and he's just memorized things at this point like he loves to watch trailers so he knows like on netflix where to like the button to like watch watch trailer um so yeah he i asked him i was like is he downstairs and dave went and looked and there he was like sitting in front of the television dave said buddy how long have you been up and he was like oh i just woke up and i said was the sun mm-hmm. up when you got up and he was like mm, yes <laughs> i'm like i don't know how long he's been up just zombified by disney plus but so far you know it's been a good purchase, I guess. But the problem is 
and we sort of loosely talked about this and a lot of outlets have talked about this is it's like I cut cable because I wanted to save money because cable is insanely ridiculously expensive even though I love nothing more than like like channel surfing like I love channel surfing I hate intentionally watching TV I love to just like Dave makes so much fun of me, but the other, we have sling and the other night, like Goodwill hunting was on. I was like, Oh, this like satisfies me so much. Like I know I could find Goodwill hunting streaming somewhere, but the fact that it's just like on TNT right now pleases me so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but we cut cable because it was like stupidly expensive, but now it's like, we basically have cable again. We have sling, we have Hulu, we have Netflix, we have Amazon, and now we have Disney Plus, and it's like it's just turning back into cable again. Like that's just like what we're gonna have again is you're mm-hmm. gonna be paying a hundred dollars to have TV again. If you're a sports fan, they really got you by the short hairs. I too. know. Well, so what we have done is we have an antenna as well. So like the antenna uh-huh. helps for the local. You know, like if you want to watch NBC, you know, local KXAN yeah. or whatever. Um. But the problem is, is like we don't get Longhorn Network or we don't get like the sort of, you know, specialty ones. But now apparently with mm-hmm. because of Synergy, you do get ESPN something with Disney Plus. Anyway, it's all just kind of corporate bullshit. And you get ESPN something. I like that. That's probably is a channel. <laughs> That's where the Cornhole Championships are on. But I don't ESPN, know. ESPN, whatever. Something. It's croquet. I don't know. There's a sport on there. Just shut up and watch it. Uh, okay. I put this in under medium talk because I've been mad about this for a while. And um, I've been mad about this phenomenon for uh, for going on probably 30 years now. And I'll explain that in a second. But um, what what happened was Emily was looking at something online, somebody's post. And there was a <clears throat> there was a picture and they asked if if they could if someone could turn turn the picture so they could get a better view of it a better view of what was in the picture and that doesn't work that way the picture is what it is it represents <laughs> what you captured in the frame and what this what this reminded me of is is this is one reason i really can't stand the the csi type shows and that is every time they get a picture of anything, they're able to make it clearer. Oh, God. <laughs> That's not a thing. That can't, you, the picture captured what, what it is. You could blow it up, you can look closer, but it's Enhance. not going to clear Enhance. up. That's not how okay. pixels work. That's what I was going to say. Like if something, yeah. the pixels aren't there, you can't, you can't get detail out of blurriness. Yes. And I I take it all the way back and Hillary, you're you're the movie buff now. We know this. No way out. Oh gosh. remember when they were searching the, the Pentagon for Sergey? Yes. And they were enhancing this picture for like three days they were enhancing this picture while everyone was locked in the Pentagon. And there was nothing in this picture. But eventually it was gonna clear up. It was gonna clearly show Kevin Costner's handsome mug, you know. Walking out of some apartment complex <laughs> and prove that he was Sergey. Sorry, spoiler alert. Oh gosh, this like movie from nineteen eighty five or whatever. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Probably at least thirty years. Sean Young's last years. try. Um, and and even then, even then, when I was I was watching it, and I was going Sean Young. Mm. Uh, I was I was thinking, I I don't I'm not a man of science, <laughs> but 
I wouldn't be too worried about this if I were to. They're just blowing up a blur. Oh, yeah, that blur is <laughs> getting really big. You have a massive blur. Um, well, yeah, that is frustrating. And I think that is pretty, <laughs> pretty okay. silly. It's so comical now. Like, yes. I, I know they did that on SV because I started SVU from the beginning last year. Uh-huh. And I'm current now. And they used to do that in the early days, like in the late 90s when the show started. Uh-huh. And they don't do it anymore. But like- when, whenever they did it, it in, in from my 2018 eyes, it would just be hilarious. It's just like, that's a, such a stupid thing to do. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't played out. It wasn't a joke at that point. It I was like think. 1998. And they're like, yeah. they have like a disposable yeah. camera or something. And they're like, enhance. Yeah, just, <laughs> I, I from feel some like shitty security camera. Yeah. On Bobby's like NCIS shows. I feel oh like yeah, they are. There's someone with a really, you know, a really funky haircut and, and, a, <laughs> and a weird skirt on who... Yep. Is going to make it all work. You That's a sh- just have five more minutes to, to make the blur bigger. We, we got them. That's a show idea, though. You know, since, you know, Dave, Dave is so beloved around these parts, we should have a Dave and Bobby discuss NCIS because oh they both God. have PhDs in it. <laughs> Gregory watches it, too. Maybe oh, my gosh, please. Oh. Why do they uh, have he jurisdiction his- here? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> right. Did you know that show is made by the by the Navy? I think yeah, I, I, like the actual U.S. military Jesus has some sort Christ. of hand in it, God, which oh. is why it's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's uh, I did not. I did not know that. I'm going to look into that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've been mad for a, a long time about that. So I had to put it in medium talk. I I promise I won't be mad about anything that mad about <laughs> anything for a while. Um. So that's great. Moving on, uh, Tishi recommends. Uh, Hillary, are you caught up on Big Mouth? I have I, one I, I episode left. Oh, you savor it. Uh, savor I, um, you know, because I was on my sick bed this week, I listen to a lot of podcasts, but really when I'm sick for some reason, I just, I want to watch something like I don't, I don't even want to listen to anything. I just want to like watch something that's easy. Yeah. So the first thing I watched actually was Modern Love on Amazon Prime, which was very cute. I didn't love every episode, but I enjoyed it as a whole and Dev Patel is so fucking hot. He started off so dorky and he's so <laughs> hot. I've already told Dave this. He is really good looking. My sister and I were lusting after him the other night. Um, so that is good. But then I was like, you know, I feel like I want to laugh and I really like Nick Kroll and I love Jason Manzukas. I think he's so funny. Oh yeah. Um, and so I was like, you know, I still haven't watched big mouth and there's three seasons. And sometimes when there's a lot of seasons of something, I feel intimidated and don't want to watch it. But I was like, eh, you know what? I'll just dive in. And it is freaking hilarious now caveat it is sick in the head like it is messed up it is messed messed up up. but it is so funny and dave kind of didn't want to watch it dave doesn't think nick cole is as as funny as i do but this morning when we were laying in bed like ignoring our child who was watching disney plus downstairs uh we were watching (laughs) big mouth and he was cracking up because it is just wrong but it is so funny and true to life and like it's a cartoon, so like your but your kids no, should not watch it until they are way older. No. But I do feel like I kind of wish I had had a show like this when I was a teenager or like a preteen or whatever because puberty sucks so bad and you're so confused and nobody's talking about what's actually going on and it, like. I was like retroactively very thankful for it. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember having mm-hmm. those feelings or like getting my period for mm-hmm. the first time or what. And for guys like, I don't know, like getting pubic hair or whatever. Um, so it's like very sweet in that way. And it is not mean spirited at all, really, but it is fucking hilarious. I, I was dead. The, they, 
in the third season, they have a musical based on the movie Disclosure. <laughs> it's so no. stupid, but it is so fucking funny. Um, anyway, I really enjoyed it. And it's very like woke, but not in a performative way, like in a kind of like, oh, no, this is like actually normal kind of way. And girls have feelings about and it's like, OK, to be bisexual and la la la. So anyway, I enjoyed it. One of the characters, one of the female characters, I I can't get it out of my head that she's Phyllis. Um, <laughs> do you know the character I'm talking about? Which one? Is it? Uh, I I can't think of the character's name, but yeah, one of the girls. Is it Missy? The, the, am I, the smart one. The smart one. It's Missy. She yeah yeah, yeah. yeah totally. I can totally see that. She, it's Jenny she's, Slate is playing her, but she's yeah she's really. I was I was going to ask you yeah. who the voice actor. Yeah. Oh, I love she's, Jenny Slate. Yeah, Jenny Slate. Of course, I should watch. This. You should, and of course, like you know, while I'm watching it. I'm two screening it fully because I'm like, who's that voice? Like, who's that voice? Um, right, right. But it's right. mostly Nick Kroll and, and John Mulaney and Maya Rudolph, um, Jesse Klein and uh, Jenny Slate and uh, Jay- what a good cast. and Jason Manzukis. But then there's like other people that come along, like um, uh, June Diane Riffit, however you say her last name, is like the popular girl, and she's so perfect. And then <laughs> Kristen Bell, Dave needs to see this because he loves Kristen Bell. But Kristen Bell plays like a a pillow that Jason Manzukis like humps. <laughs> I didn't know that was her voice. Oh no! So it's so bad. But it's. I kind of did, didn't want to know that. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm so sorry. Oh, uh, uh. <laughs> but it kind of makes me like respect her more because it is dirty. Oh yeah, she's not much bigger than a pillow, really. She's just... <laughs> it's so bad. She's so. This tiny. is on Netflix. Yeah, it's on Netflix. And there's okay, three seasons, but the they, I mean, I've, obviously, I've been home, so I could like really binge it. But it, it's you know, 25 minutes an episode or whatever, so mm-hmm. it's pretty quick. Well, guys, I, I've been getting voicemails for uh, three and a half, four years now. I've been getting letters, um, and I finally had to conform. I was there. There, there were talks of I was going to get fined. I was going to, you know, I was going to have to turn in my turn in my card. Okay. But uh, the AARP has finally got to me, <laughs> and I Uh-oh. I've started watching World War II uh, programming. <laughs> Which is required viewing, apparently, for males o- over 50. Okay, mm-hmm. boomer. They, they track, they track your, your history channel usage. Um, You're ready. Uh, I, over the last, like, five days, I've gotten through uh, the HBO miniseries, The Pacific. And uh, mm. let me just say, I'm kind of glad I missed, I missed the war. I lost my legs, but I lost them in a, lo- a lot to, a lot more art artful fashion yes um amazing amazing miniseries so here i am recommending a miniseries from nine years ago but they spent like 200 million dollars on it so i think we owe, we owe them we owe them to watch it hey as so. a side recommendation on that i have not been but dave has taken not one but both of my children on separate occasions to the world war ii museum in fredericksburg and he said it's excellent and it's based on like the pacific because mm-hmm. and I've heard that, and he was like, "You think it's not going to be great because it's like in Fredericksburg, which Fredericksburg's a really cute town, but you don't think, oh, there's going to be some like fantastic uh, World War II museum." But he said, "It's great and it's huge, and whatever family left a lot of money, so they've done a really good job with it." So let's take a little side adventure to, <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> to Fredericksburg. You know, two hours west or an hour and a half west. Yeah, Fredericksburg's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, 
we have a recommendation from Meredith. <laughs> yeah, um, I was trying, I was racking my brain, like, what have I been consuming the last two weeks? Um, and the only thing that I could think of is that I've been absolutely obsessed with the impeachment hearings. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. And so, and I, I'm not plugging, I'm not plugging like C-SPAN necessarily. Um, that's not super fun, but it's been amazing to watch. And, and luckily the, the hearings so far have been on my work from home days. Yes, <laughs> so yes. I, I oh, sit there right. on yeah, my Wednesday, laptop. Friday, yeah, I sit there on my laptop uh, and and try to work. But on my on my other computer, I've got the the hearings up. And Anne, I think, recommended um, Crooked Media. Yeah. Um, and so I used their stream, and it's really entertaining because they're so what what they do is they they stream it via C-SPAN, and then they have their Slack conversation. Um, in a, in a screen next to it, so you can see them talking live about it, and it's great because it's they're smart but they're funny, um, and so there's there's good commentary to go along with it, and it's fun to see them kind of pointing out the things that I'm thinking, like what an absurd Devin Nunes is crazy, like why yes. <laughs> is he the best they've got, and that's who they're putting forward for this, and the the Republican lawyer I think has been uh, really entertainingly bad, <laughs> and um, the theatrics are kind of fun. So I've been really enjoying that. So I wanted to plug not only Crooked Media, but also um, Wong Ket, um is a, is a great blog. And they have a wonderful um, live, uh, they live blog them too. And those are also really fun. So when they go on break or whatever, I will switch over to Wong Ket and read what they've written since. And they're much more vulgar, but um, but also make great points and are smart. So those two media outlets are wonderful for watching the impeachment if you're enjoying it as much as I am. I'm I'm really enjoying it, and I think a good feed would be to put the sound down and just have have some comedians just say like MST three thousand, you know. Yes, just but riff track it. Mm-hmm. Could it be crazier than what the people are actually saying? I don't you know. know. Oh. I mean, it's tough. Yeah. There have been some amazing, um, mostly from the Republicans. Like if I never hear from Jim Jordan again, oh, I think God. my life will oh, be my better. God. What a nightmare that guy is. I think he's probably. He's probably the best, um, the best politician I've I've ever seen who uh, never wore a jacket and is a disgraced uh, wrestling coach. <laughs> he's probably top five on that. Is he trying to say he's too buff to wear a jacket? Oh is is, he, is that a power move? What? <laughs> you know, Ugh. like I'm too wrestly buff. I can't. I can't be constrained in a suit. I listened to on the media uh, yesterday and they had um, John Dean on and it was really good. It was a really good contrast. Just really interesting listening to him talk about, um, you know, Watergate in comparison to this because he was like, oh, Mm -hmm. my God, they have so much more than we had at Watergate. Like this is they have everything. And, you know, this is a slam dunk, but it's still probably not going to happen. And talking about shame, like, yes, Richard Nixon secretly you know conspired to do terrible things and probably wasn't a good person but also had shame though like he had some shame in him and fucking our president like has no shame and oh no no like at all like he's like yeah i did it and the scary thing is is he's kind of like yeah i did it like and you know these these civil servants who have devoted their life regardless of party to bettering our government like they're they're the deep state. And it's like, no, like we need these people to run our government. Like we can't have changeover every four to eight years. You have to have career, um, civil servants. Yeah. It's so it's, 
fucking idiots. They don't know anything. They're so dumb. They're so on the wrong side of history. And I just, I'm getting to I the know. point where it's like, I like if somebody's. Re- I'm sorry to our audience, but if somebody's a Republican, I'm like, why? Like why? Why? Like how? why? How can you? How I? You stop saying fiscal responsibility because like we're in gonna be we're gonna go into a recession. So shut up. Mm-hmm. You know, you know they could appoint like a salamander <laughs> as president, and you could still pass your fucking judges in. <laughs> so true. Why? Why? Just. Someone else. Anyone else. Why do we have to have this embarrassment? Yeah. Just yeah. choose anyone else and I'm fine. Just if tomorrow the somebody else okay, we'll deal with whatever this fucker's up to. But the thing that I hate that's gonna be the worst is that it's even after he's gone, like we're gonna be paying for this for a really long time. Like the degradation yeah. of our systems, um, and just like basic policies and stuff. Like it's gonna take so long to reverse. Our reputation, yeah, yeah. all that <laughs> Our, stuff. on the world stage is ruined. Yeah, it's it's. I I think we can all agree that I've probably met more terrible people <laughs> in my lifetime than than y'all have. So I say this with some authority. I've never met a person besides my nephew uh, <laughs> that I wouldn't replace this president with, and. I was in county jail for seven months and I was in prison for several years. Uh, I would take any of those guys because I think they would listen to somebody Mm -hmm. for five seconds a day, which is all we really need the guy to do. Well, somebody other than Fox News is who he needs to listen to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Block that channel. Say that got canceled. I don't know what happened. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I think it's all going to come down to the yeah, but still defense, uh, you know, and I yeah, I that's what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. So far, the argument still. has been, well, it didn't work. It was incompetent right. uh, corruption. So it's <laughs> right. fine. He, which is he dropped his gun defense. when he was heading into the bank. Yeah. yeah. I'm so proud come our president is like three years in is that incompetent on how things work. I know. Oh gosh. Okay. Knocking. Well, uh, I think I think we're wrapping it up. Uh, who wants to knock? Who who is the one who knocks? I don't have anything good to knock on over here. Uh. Housekeeping. <laughs> I'm not going to do the accent. That wasn't bad. Um, please, please check out our merch. We still have it, and it's still at littleredbandwagon.com. <laughs> Jeremy, get back from yeah. Meow Wolf and like come fix this. Jeremy's on some crazy road trip, so we'll get that figured out soon. We have some new merch ideas. Yes. Um, I don't know how far we've gotten with them, but I'm really excited um, about what's coming up. So keep your eye on that space, and soon we'll have a new URL. Um, and uh, another way you can help us other than buying stuff is rating and reviewing. Please. I know everybody says that, but it's true yeah. um, because that depends on, uh, you know, our rankings and stuff depend on that and our popularity. So um, if you guys could go give us a rating, that would be awesome. And uh, that's all we've got for housekeeping right now. All right. Uh, get involved. The website is thisshowhaseverything.com. Um, please keep going to throwyourphone.com. And, you know, every once in a while you can let us know what's going on in TBTL. I actually did listen to Phyllis on TBTL yesterday, and she totally gave Andrew the business, and it was great. Huh. Uh, I was rooting for her. Um, come as we have um, asked previously. Come fill out your cheese survey. Uh, I think it'll be really fun. I, I, you know, I think I have like baby cheese taste. So not like 
baby cheese like I but I feel like I'm not very sophisticated so <laughs> not baby Swiss <laughs> no. or baby Ooh, bell no, no, okay. oh no I do like baby <laughs> bell um, the website is cheeseoff.space <laughs> okay <laughs> Um, join our I didn't fa- authorize that expense, whatever <laughs> whatever we had to spend to get cheese off dot space. Um, join our Facebook group. It's really fun. I I I like all the interaction. I get excited when when people post things. It's it's fun. I like when y'all think of us. Um, the show Twitter, which we will probably alter soon, is T S H everything. <laughs> Can't do it. Tishi, very. Wait, thing. is there? There's a, <laughs> it's, it's, e missing there. It's it, no. This show has nope. okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. It should almost. Yeah, no. It doesn't make. I was going to say it makes sense, but it doesn't look like any. It yeah, doesn't. No. Look it does, like but it's hard sense. to say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. T S H everything. Um, I have to. I have to move the laptop closer to my face. <laughs> Put your reading glasses on. Uh, <laughs> email us at tishi at ten seven ten dot com. Send us a voice memo. We haven't gotten some in a while, so come on. We will listen to them on air, so please. Or if you don't want us to, just let us know, but please send them. And fax Bobby your butt at 617-354-8513. How are we going to end this? Well, I feel like the show had everything that we promised at the very least, but, you know, personally, I always feel like I'm disappointing the fans, so I will try to do better next week, but you guys were fantastic. It's fine. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye. Tumble out of bed and I stumble to the kitchen. Pour myself a cup of ambition and yawn and stretch and try to come to life. In the shower and the blood starts pumping Out on the streets the traffic starts jumping With folks like me on the job from nine to five Working nine to five Okay.